Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Goblin Beat, Goblins Gaming Podcast. Look for us on your local podcast provider. We're everywhere. We're all over the stations. So, anyway. All right. Um, we are going to be playing the Impossible Landscapes campaign tonight. It's a Delta Green game. Cthulhu stuff. I'm Matt. I am going to be playing. Billy Holden, who right now is going by the gnome de plume of uh, Dr. Timothy Caulfield. So, uh, yep, that's me. And I do plant stuff for the federal government. So we're we're looking into a murder missing person thing. This is 95, so you're probably not studying medical marijuana yet. Mm, oh, yeah. Uh, also, join us tonight, we got John, who's going to be playing... Moses Bumgardner, who is uh, currently going by Dr. Lewis. Right. My bum does not need gardening. Yeah. It's, it's a Baum gardener. Oh, okay. Mm. There you go. <coughs> so his Baum needs gardening. Yes, that does. Whatever our Baum is. If you know, if you know anybody, isn't that, isn't that uh, send them over with references. Tenenbaum? Isn't that like tree? Oh, yeah, that's a Christmas tree. Oh. You need Christmas tree pruned. Alright. Gotcha. And there's uh, that's Ben chiming up. He is playing uh, Agent uh, uh, Kurt Johnson. Agent Slash. Uh, no, sorry, Marshall Kurt Johnson, who's going by Agent Slash. Yes. Yeah. It's all confusing. So very confusing. Then we got Brandon, who does not have his tattoo on his head this week. No, it's a horrible mistake. He's playing Joseph Krieger, also known as Agent Joe. Agent Joe. So Where are you going with that gun in your hand? And then uh, you got Danny, who's uh, who's trying to give me immunity to helplessness <laughs> in this campaign. We're working on it. Oh yeah, you guys, uh, you've already got two check marks, right? Yeah, I started off. But yeah, I got two two checkers. Mm-hmm. I only need one more in helplessness without losing my mind, and I will be adapted. Looking forward to it. Wow. Yeah. So we stopped last time. You were just kind of finishing up for the day here in Abigail's apartment, and I needed <coughs> everybody to make a sand check. We already did that. Do that right now. Finished last time. Yeah, that was not strong. That was for something else. You need to make a sand check now for something brand new. This is just no, for playing the game and being around like, Danny. This sounds like bullcrap. It's, hey, it's in the book. Failure. Yes. You never know if you want to pass it or fail. Boom. Problem. Come on, roll it. Another one. Man. You just click on sandy point. No wait. Yeah, you should just have to click on sand. I failed. Um. Waiting on you, ma'am. My mouse working? Okay, that's not working. Can't get your mouse working? No, my mouse is working. It's just I'm clicking on sand and... You have to pop up and ask you what modifier do you want to apply to it. Yeah, see, it's not doing that. Just a second, let's see. Maybe you need to try, try again. 
Here, let me just close out the window and bring it up. Oh, no, it came out behind it. All right. So there we go. Three failures. Yes. Got our champs. All right, well, let's go in order here. Who lost first? First of all, I just want to lodge a complaint because we didn't even do anything to deserve this. You actually did do something. You just don't know what it was. Uh, so y'all are sit- all sitting in the apartment, getting ready to leave. And uh, <coughs> Matt, uh, agent, what's your guy's name right now? Dr. Caulfield. Dr. Doctor. Dr. Uh, Tim. Yeah. Dr. Tim. Tim you, uh You suddenly uh, hear someone crying through the walls in the apartment on the other side of the wall. And uh, like, you lose you lose one sand from that. I'm not going to say it's from helplessness, though, because I don't want you to be adapted this fast. What? Hey, that's not fair. I'm trying to be nice to you. What, but you said that that will protect me. Well, it also there's a lot of downsides to it. Being <coughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll look, let the helplessness sink in later. So that's just you lose one sand. Uh, you hear laughing through the walls. You said crying. Uh, oh, crying through the walls. I'm sorry. It's the same thing, right? Just, uh, just some, some. What you think at first is hysterical laughter, then you realize it's crying. You look around and realize no one else is reacting to it, except uh, John. What's your guy's current name here? Uh, Doctor Lewis. Lewis. Well, every, everybody's reacting to it except for Agent Slash. Well, no, Doctor Lewis. Uh, you suddenly feel like you're being watched, and you lose one sand from helplessness, and the same for uh, Agent Joe. Both of you suddenly feel like someone's like standing right behind you, watching you. you so we lose a sand, sand point. And then yeah. do I need to add a tick on helplessness? Yeah, you and Joe both. Uh, Agent Slash is just kind of like hanging out, <clears throat> eating some leftover snacks from earlier, not paying any attention at all. That's usually what he does anyway, so. You guys hear that crying? Joe just kind of keeps turning around like, where the where's it coming from? Is it a wall where there would be anything behind it or just like like another apartment or? Uh, you can go. You can look. Shoot through the wall. Yeah, I'm going to check out what you're trying to figure out which wall it is. All right, <clears throat> you check that out, and you realize uh, the other side of the wall is just the empty pantry in her uh, in her apartment. The pantry's on. I guess I guess I go Make, check the pantry. Yeah, right, you get, yeah, you get in there, and it's and it's empty. Maybe another sand check. What? Do I have to make it too? No, just just him. Success. <laughs> All right, that freaks you a little freaky, but you don't lose any sand from it. So I still you heard hear someone it? crying from where we obviously have to be inside of this pantry, and there's nobody here. Does the crying stop at least? Yeah, yeah, you don't hear it anymore. As you leave the room, as you walk out of the room, the main room there with all the stuff glued to the walls, it goes away. It stopped, stopped hearing it. Does it start when I walk back in? It does not. Okay, at this point, it's like 5.30 in the afternoon. You guys are all a little freaked out. 
Um, I got to <coughs> show some people this symbol. Yeah, a couple of you are really intent on showing the symbol to folks. So I'll let you decide if you want to go home and show it to a loved one. I think we, we picked one of those. Or you can just show it to someone out in the street. In the Most of it I didn't have to because I had already. You showed it to them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I said I was going to show it to my therapist. Okay. And I, um, passed that I guess one, I'll so like. I just thought it was a weird symbol. I guess I'll That's just right. like stop in at the office or whatever. Show it to the receptionist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at this All weird right. thing I found. All right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so this is your first into your first day, basically investigating this. Uh, today is August. Is it eleventh? Is that right? Is that what we had said? Do y'all remember? I don't remember that. I did not write down the date. Let's see. I have it up here somewhere. Uh, let me see here. Uh, you met with Agent Marcus on the 10th. So yet today is the 11th. Today is Saturday, or today is Friday, right? Let's double check that. So we found the symbol. What was the other things? Today is We found that sheet of music. We found the play excerpt. Found the military radio, resined to the wall, a wheelchair, resined to the wall. Um, the, sim- one, one. the symbol. Uh, yeah, that's, that's it so far. And we heard on the radio a word, wasn't it, Danny? We heard several words. We heard Seer, Delon, or Delane, Delan, and Exeter. Okay. Yeah, you heard a few words from that. Uh, Did I cross-reference those yet, Danny? No, no. you guys haven't done any any external anything. You looked at them online, but you didn't find anything. I didn't find anything online, okay. You guys also found those napkins with the diagrams on them. The napkins say GBR on them. And you saw that they were labeled Leo and Escriba, which is the lion and the scribe in Portuguese. Right, strange Da Vinci style. <clears throat> you found the play, the sheet music, walkie-talkie, and the sign, the symbol, right. whatever. Okay. I guess I can go looking up, um, see if I can reference some uh, local information about the words from the radio, or some of the other ones too. Like go to the library mm-hmm. and see. What would what does GBR reference? On those napkins. You guys are not sure. Hmm. Let's see. There's... You go to a local bartender. No service. It's not... What, was the... what was the name of the delicatessen? The delicatessen is... Manny's Delicatessen. And it's definitely not Destroyer Video or Garrett Laundromat. 
Hmm. Hopefully, maybe we'll run into that uh, Kassane light night manager guy when we leave. Maybe I can Castane. Like maybe I can ask him if there's a restaurant that go by GBR. Mm. Yeah. So we went over uh, kind of at the end of last session. We went over what leads you guys have. I'll I'll kind of reiterate those just to help you out. Uh, you have the building itself, so you could look into the history of that. Uh, Agent Joe looked into that a little bit for you on the internet and found that it was made by someone named, or the architect was someone named Asa Darabandi, mm-hmm. who, was famous, who was some kind of famous, who was famous for some kind of murder scandal. Uh, that's what you got out of that. Uh, you got that the building is owned by a company called Art Life. <coughs> I believe John New uh, helps artists have you know cheap places to live. So you go look into that. Uh, you found those well those diagrams. You could try to figure out what what GBR is, but that, that seems like it'd be hard to do for now, based on what information you have. Um, the sheet music. Uh, John's character knew he could try to look up and see what the words were, try to find find those. Um, or the or the music itself, for that matter. From the walkie-talkie, Bogus, you know that you could go... Well, you guys figured out some, some of it, right? You know it's an SCR 300, but you know you could go to the National Archives and, and ba- take the uh, serial, serial number, number. You and find out who it was assigned to. Okay. All right, I'll do that. And then uh, you could, of course, uh, also look up uh, backgrounds on the four tenants that are still in the building. Okay. So I guess that's all. Keep my in my, uh, at the office. Okay, yeah, you can do Well, so, yeah, it's 5 o'clock, so you guys can decide what you want to do for the night. If you want to go look up some information, if you want to do that tomorrow, tomorrow so Saturday. who's the one who's a police officer? Is that? Uh, or uh, an agent, isn't that Kurt Johnson? Yeah, that's eight, yeah, agent I slash. Gonna, I was going to run their names agent at a, slash the office. Yeah, he's a marshal. All right, so you're going to look up the tenants then, and I'll try to do research on the sheet music. I'll do the um, the um, National Archives on see who the uh, the radio was assigned to. I will submit the sample of the resin that I got to some colleagues to see if they can tell me what it is. And uh, I guess I'll go to the library to research more about Asa Darabondi. All right. Well, most of those things are going to have to wait till the next day. Not the library. It's New York City, man. Well, uh, maybe not the library, but going to the National Archives, we'll have to wait. Uh, ben, you could always go to the office and look those people up tonight if you wanted to. Right. You just have to make a roll to not arouse suspicion. Yeah, I'll try to do that. And anything, anybody else want to do something tonight, or are you waiting for tomorrow? I'm checking. Wait, so if I did it tomorrow, would it be fine? It'd be easier. Oh, well, yeah. then I'll just wait till the next day. No um, to... Krieger's only getting into the National Archives and check the um, who was assigned to before tomorrow. 
All right. I'm I, without. I'm not going to bother looking it up. I'm just going to say they're closed. They're like closed at five. I thought he was doing it. Uh, he was doing been on his laptop. Oh yeah, it's not digitized at all. None of that stuff is. No, that sucks. Not in '95. They have a website that says National Archives, and it has like the phone number. <laughs> it has a fax number. That's what it has. <laughs> Note to all so, care, all people listening right now, before you ever play a game, make sure you ask what exactly what year it's in and remember it before you choose your character type. <laughs> <laughs> he managed to search the entire internet in like an hour. Pretty much. <laughs> all Scoured of it. the entire thing. Every page. It's like, I finished the internet. All right. All right. Uh, those of you... Alright, who's doing something tonight? I'm going to the library. Alright, so we'll, we'll start with you then. Alright, you're going to the library. Yeah, this, by the way, you couldn't find the normal hours for the National Archives in New York right now if you wanted to, because they're closed. <laughs> uh, but they do close at 5 normally. 10 to 5. There you go. I just assumed since it was government work, they closed at 5. Yeah, right now they're temporarily closed because of the pandemic, but normally they would be open Monday through Friday, 10 to 5. All right. Matt, do you have... Matt, what is your bureaucracy skill? It's actually uh, pretty good. Um, It's a 60. Okay. Yeah, so you go to the library uh, in between yourself (laughs) and the uh, librarian, who's a uh, gray-haired man with just he just has a little little hair around the back and sides not not a lot a little uh little van dyke going on facial hair wise all right he uh he's able to help you find several books about this asa darabondi character wow all uh, right he's he's like yes 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 um it's very interesting. Very interesting thing to look up. He gets out his glasses, pince nez, or however you say that, and puts them on, and helps you look through the the card catalog because this crap ain't digitized yet. These these older books. Yeah. And he finds you several books from between uh, 1952 and 1961 that uh, mention this fellow. Let me just uh, copy this text for you, and I'll paste it into. The chat on on roll twenty. <clears throat> I'll, I'll read them out to you. So he finds you the Devil's Craftsman by Cavett Monahan in nineteen fifty two, A Darkness at the Corners by Elizabeth Ortiz in nineteen fifty seven, and Architect Genius and Mental Illness by Doctor Peter Johansson nineteen sixty one. All right. So uh, if you would like, you can spend the evening. Reading those books. Can I check them out and take them home? Uh, yep, you can check them out. <coughs> That's what I'll do. Read them at home, alone, by candlelight. Yeah, yeah you can do that. Romantic. Um, are you going to try to read through them all tonight? Or just like skim them? and? I'll start with the... Uh, I guess... Yeah. I was the first one? Yeah. Might as well. I mean, the last one has the most boring title. 
So I'm <laughs> least interested in. in yeah, the Devil's it. Craftsman is definitely the most sensationalized title here. Yeah, a darkness at the corners is also you know. Mm-hmm. It's either it's either about him or prostitution. I'm not really sure which. It does kind of sound like a Dresden book title. Yeah, kind of. Mm-hmm. Darkness at Sephiroth. <laughs> All right. No, that's the Raymond. That's Raymond Feist. All right. Do you have history, Matt? Well, I do, but I don't like to talk about it. Yeah, it's a forty. At forty. All right. Uh, give me a uh, give me a roll for history. Plus twenty. Ooh, 97. Ooh. Oh, wait. Oh, oh, plus 20? So making it worse? No. Oh, I added 20% to my roll. Is that what no, I was supposed to do? You did the modifier plus 20. That was right. Okay. It rolled a 97, though. All right. So we'll get we'll get back to you in the morning. Yeah, so, so here's the thing. You're having trouble uh, digesting this whole thing, so you can either... Spend some willpower to to finish it and get it figured out tonight, or you can wait and look through it some more tomorrow. I'm just gonna wait, figure it out tomorrow. Heck with that. All right. Okay. Was anybody else doing anything tonight? No, I um, can get to the archives until tomorrow. Nap. As far as at night, I might uh, just reach out to some of the other people that I know in the art world and see if anybody knows. Uh, a musician that could help me check out the sheet music because that's not the kind of art I do. Um, I will say, sure, yeah, you know a, a musician. Why wouldn't you? Okay. Or do you want to meet up with them? And show See if them they a... meet up with me the next day. Oh, the next day? All right. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Is uh, the next day is a Saturday, right? The next day is Saturday. Yep. So, are the four of you planning on meeting back up at the house the next day? Yeah. Yes. And if so, what time? Say, uh, you know, one o'clock. All right. That way, everybody has time to do stuff first. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, John, you meet up uh, with your friend. Who? Oh, yeah. You meet up with your friend. Uh. John Musicman, whatever his name is. All uh, right. Buddy Sachimo. I don't know. Whatever your whatever your friend's name is, you meet up with him for brunch because you do that okay. on Saturdays. Why not? Yeah, why not? He says, ah, uh, what do you got for me? Sounded interesting on the phone. Uh, so I just tell him I was... Uh, digging around uh, in some old art stuff and I found some sheet music that was a little weird and uh, couldn't seem to place it. There was no attribution to it and just wanted to know if maybe they could uh, tell me a little bit about it or see if they see or if they recognize anything about it. All right. So did you bring the sheet music with you or did you bring it? Okay. All right. So do you have it in a baggie or do you just have it out? 
Uh, well, I would have brought it in an evidence baggie, but uh, I wouldn't want them to know that it's an evidence <laughs> baggie, so I probably would have like taken it out of that and just okay. had it like folded up in my notebook or something. Right. Uh, yeah, so he looks at it and says, well, yeah, I mean, it's definitely music. Um, hmm. The, uh, the tune doesn't look familiar. He kind of hums it for you. Uh, doesn't sound familiar to you either. Um, <coughs> let's see. The words are interesting. They do seem familiar to me. Let the red dawn surmise what we shall do when the blue starlight dies and all is through. It's what it looks like to me, but uh, doesn't ring a bell for me. All right. Give me a give me a D one hundred roll for him. All right. D100. Rolled a 94. A 94. So he says, uh, yeah, actually, uh, this does sound familiar. I think I've read this. Um, I've, re I've read this poem before. Uh, I read it. It was like in a book of Canadian poetry or like poetry written by Canadian, famous Canadians or something. Okay. Uh, but I can't I can't remember who. I just remember this you know those words, those lines. Okay. Could that be Peter Johansson? Uh well that helps. Um I guess I'll try to follow that lead then. Uh as far as the tune, um does it seem like it's any kind of uh musically interesting at all? I'm not much of a musician myself. I don't know. It seems, I mean, it's pretty basic. I don't really see anything. I mean, you know, they're using flats and stuff, so it's not... It's someone who knew, knew at least a little bit about music, whoever wrote it. But it would be simple to play. You want me, <coughs> me to break my keyboard out of the back of my car Play it for you before you leave? Yeah. Let's uh, see what it sounds like. All right. Make a sand check. <laughs> awesome. Waiting for that. <laughs> that was a bad choice. No, dude. It's like it, you could decide <laughs> to wake up the next morning use a bathroom. You had to write, roll a sand check in this game. Oh, critical success. <laughs> critical success. All right. Well, no you sand loss for you. <laughs> no sand loss for you. But you right. feel you do feel somehow changed knowing knowing how to play and, and sing this strange, strange song. Okay. <clears throat> All right. All right. Um, and uh I guess then uh I think my friend and if I've got enough time, I guess I would head to the library to try to look up Canadian poetry. Uh yep. I will say you have I will say you have time and do you have history or bureaucracy or anything like that? I have um, a 60 in history. All right, that's good. That's good enough. You're okay. able to, to quickly find, uh, you show, you know, you, you say the parts of it to the to the same gray-haired fellow at the library. And he's, he tells you it sounds familiar to him, too. And he takes you to a, uh, to a book uh, with a poem called Songs of the Sea Children. Okay. Written by Bliss Carmen, 
and it sure enough those are the those are parts of the words. This guy was uh, a former poet laureate of Canada. Right. <coughs> Songs of the Sea Children sounds completely innocuous to you. Right. And why wouldn't it? All right. And then we will go to uh, Ben. Okay. You are looking up, back doing background checks on these four folks that live here, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, um, try to find out um, for me. I know we're not talking in game, but maybe do a quick background check on our missing person too. Oh yeah, I'd like, to, like to know what her middle name is. Obviously. Oh, you guys, you guys actually have a background check for her. Is uh, her middle name it. actually Laura? It is. Yes. Okay. All right. So. Um, You begin your background checks. We will start with Thomas, since you talked to him first. Uh, let's see. You don't find anything untoward about him. Uh, he is 26. Um, he's listed until the last few years living with his parents, who live in Hampstead, Long Island. Their names are Elaine and Arthur. Um, so that's pretty much it about him. No, uh, no outstanding warrants or criminal activities to be seen. Okay. Um, <coughs> let's see. Roger Karen, the other fellow you talked to. He uh, is uh, basically is who he says he is. Uh, he works. You see that he works with an editor named Carmen Wagner. He apparently does all, all the publishing for his books and uh, setting up all of his uh, attendance at sci-fi cons and that kind of thing, book signings, all that. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, forty-three-year-old male, Caucasian. That's about it for him. Uh, Michelle Van Fitz is a Caucasian woman, twenty-eight. Uh, she seems to be basically a keep-to-herself kind of person. No, no uh, record for her either. Fairly clean. Um, what kind of artist she was? She is a feminist author and poet type person. Feminist literature. And then Lewis Post <coughs> is the fourth one. He is a, oh, where's his age on here? <clears throat> He is an artist. He does uh, comic book covers, that sort of thing. Doesn't list his age. 
Let's see, he must be missing it. Anyway, he's in his 20s. Uh, early to mid-20s. And also no uh, no record. Mm. A bunch of fairly clean records in all these folks. The only one who had anything listed was actually Abigail, where she uh, reported being mugged in the apartment last year. By some guy in a weird robe. All right, so that's what you get from that. A whole lot of nothing. Yeah, well, yeah, you got some uh, some next of kin and some contacts, you know, secondary contacts out of out of it. That's about it. Make me a bureaucracy roll. Okay. At plus twenty percent since it's Saturday. Since it's Saturday. Yeah. This is. Uh, critical success. Okay. Not only does no one seem to mind that you're there on Saturday, uh, your supervisor comes by and uh, says, that's what I like to see. Working hard on the weekends. Have to remember that come uh, uh, time to do review. Yearly, <laughs> yearly reviews. See, I think you might get an extra 1% bonus. I just don't even respond. Year. Like, I'm not paying attention to him. Yeah, well, you not responding is uh, just about as be- good as you could have done, to be honest. Most people seem happier. To be honest, don't. I probably wasn't listening. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bogus, mm-hmm. you are going to the National Archives, right? Yes, to figure out who this was assigned to. All right. You were able to get in there pretty easily. Do you happen to have military science? I believe so. Or bureaucracy. I think we determined last time nobody has military science. Oh, yeah. That's true. All right. What's your bureaucracy at? Ten. Ten. Um, I'll tell you what. Um, <laughs> when you get in there, they're trying to get their computer to work, and they can't they can't figure something out and you show them your credentials and, and help them out. And mm-hmm. in return, the lady working the front desk offers to help you with whatever you came in for. Okay. Um, <coughs> sorry. <coughs> uh, I just need to uh, reference this uh, number and see uh, possibly where this radio was assigned to. Sure. All righty. Uh, you tell her it's an SCR 300. Yeah, I give her the information she's going to need to. Yeah. She says, oh, that's an old one. She, uh, she just has you walk back with her okay. to one of these back rooms. They have to like open up one of those shelves. You know, they have them all collapsed, and they have to spread them out to oh, look, yeah. through, look through the cards. And <clears throat> sure enough, she finds in a stack of World War II things, she finds the serial number and says, okay, here it is. Uh, this was issued to a in 1944 to a private Reuven G. Labolus. Labolus. Uh, uh, what do you say, Reuben? Reuven. Here, I'll I'll write it down for you. Okay. Uh, he was uh of the Fourth Armored Division. 
who was issued this in September of 1944 and killed in action on December 17th of the same year. And Rhymes? Reams? Rhymes, France? I don't know. The Battle of the Bulge. You said uh, September 17th? December 17th. December 17th of that she year. Writes, she writes it all down for you. There it is. Okay. Rhymes? I don't know. They, they only pronounce like one of the consonants in any words, right? So it's probably like Rees. Mm. I don't know. Anyway, there you go. You need anything else, sweetie? Nothing I can think of, but you've been wonderful. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. I would have never gotten that word processor thing started on my computer without you. <laughs> Glad I can help. <laughs> there wasn't anything else we needed over there, was there? Um, I don't know. Anyone else think of anything? No, I don't think so. Okay. All right. How the heck could she have gotten that when he died in action? Hmm. All right, and then uh, who had something else? Uh, I was going to finish my book. book. Yeah, all right. With the added time, you're able to just uh, plow through it and make notes and eventually make yourself uh, absorb the knowledge about it. Let's see here. All right, you find a couple of strange things. Um, you find a photo of this man standing oh, in front of a Gandhi. Art, yep, standing okay. in front of an Art Deco style hotel with a B on the front doors on each of the doors. The caption reads, "1928, Darabondi lived for a time." at NYC Hotel, which he helped restore in lieu of payment. Uh, make me an inch times five roll. Is this going to be where the GBR napkins came from? Let's see, int times five. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's clickable on your character sheet. Yeah, sorry, I, I just didn't, I was taking notes and Evernote and didn't have... No, that's fine. So modifier, how do I do it times five? Yeah, if you just you click, just on, click it, on it, Click on intelligence, it. yeah. Oh. Uh, is, is that the right thing? You rolled yeah. a 100. You rolled uh, a 100. That, that's, a, that's a failure. That's a critical failure. Well, you, uh, you sneeze and smudge the, the picture. You can't really tell what's going on in that picture after you okay, smudged great. it. Because you sneezed yeah. on it. Yeah. Um, Job, bro. All right. I will give you the caption text, though. Here you go. And then let me see. I was planning on looking into the napkin thing, too, also. Um, yeah, how do you want to try to do that? Uh, I don't know. 
thumb through the hotel section, see if anything has his initials. The yellow pages. All right. I'll say you spent about an hour doing that, but don't find anything. Uh, so, did I only get to read through that one book, I guess? Yeah. Let me see what else you find. Uh, so here's what you find out about him. Besides the photo himself. Uh, in his early career, uh, he was called the Picasso of architecture. He designed strange, uh, misshapen buildings that he called thought buildings. And, and he did that from in Chicago from 1905 to 1921. Um, so after having uh, what people called a religious revelation, or and one and uh, one of the other books is called a drug experience. Uh, he moves to New York in 1921 and took up residence at some sort of ho- at a hotel in in uh, Midtown, New York. Which you imagine was probably the one in that photo. Mm-hmm. Um, nine. He built nine buildings in New York, and that all still stands today. But they are more mundane. They're not thought. They weren't thought buildings. They were more, more mundane, smaller buildings with with like tiny, obsessed flourishes. Uh, he disappeared in 1950. And was later suspected of having drowned at least five children, beginning in 1947. Uh, all the books speculate that he may have been responsible for many more, but he vanished in 1950, uh, leaving behind the drowned body of five-year-old Isabel Sauer, along with huge debts and a logbook in which he appeared to track the deaths of children dating back to 1921. 1921 is also when uh, construction permit of London House happened. Mm -hmm. He was declared legally dead by his mom on 2nd of September, 1960. No, his body's never been found. Oh, that's... Well, disturbing. Yeah, so uh, the 1921 corresponds to when he left Chicago as well. Is there a list of those other nine buildings in New York? Um, there is not. But you know, one of them is the uh, the one you guys have been hanging out in. Yeah. Who did, anything special about Elizabeth Sowers' parents or any of the parents of the children, or were they just yeah. random kids? Isabel Sauer? Yeah, Isabel uh, Sauer. Uh, here's, I'll give you her, her name's spelling. Here you go. Uh, no, not, not in the books, anyway. Right. That she was five years old. Mm-hmm. That is correct. <coughs> See, Matt's going all high tech with his Evernote. I just got me a notebook. 
<laughs> field notes. There you go. Because we're in the field. That's true. All right. All right. So it takes you a while to like take down all those notes from the different books. Yes, it did. Um, you can... Matt, uh, if you want to go and try to find another copy of that book with an unsmudged picture, you can try to do that. Yeah, I'm going to try to do that. All right, make me a make me a luck check as, as you stop by a different library on your way. Way to meet everybody. Yeah, these these checks are going real well for me so far. <laughs> if you roll another 100, I'm going to say you accidentally drive through the library and make it explode. <laughs> <laughs> 13. Success. Success. You do find another copy of it. Alright, good. Make sure to wear like a surgical mask or something while I'm looking through this one. (laughs) Alright. Surgical mask and gloves. Alright, so we'll say at this point you all kind of meet up around 1pm outside of the building or are you just all just going into the apartment first? I guess you have to be outside because you've only got one copy of the keys. Right. Yeah. All right. So you all meet up outside. Do you all want to go into the apartment and talk about what you found? Yeah. All right. I'll I'll assume you all give each other the download on what just happened. Yeah. Matt, uh, Matt, do you want to look at the picture more? Do you want to show it to them and get them to look at it as well? Uh, I mean, yeah, I want to look at it. Try to figure out what's going on with it. All right. Give me another int times five roll. Matt or the rest of us? Uh, him and then anybody he's going to show it to you. Um, I'm assuming that's all of us then. It's 1995 and I'm going to assume all of you are also smokers. Right. So you're all smoking. Up. Damn it. All right. I'll show it to them too. God darn it. You got a 75 and you, you fell twice. I don't know. It's a picture. Guy. All right, show Brandon, it to Brandon and I both know what it is. <laughs> all right. Yeah, so you, uh, all three really of the rest of you, <laughs> everyone else, it was like, you're all like pointing. It's like, hey, is that a, is that a reflection in the window? Yeah, it is a reflection. Sure enough, <laughs> the flag, there's a flagpole with a distinctive stone base. <laughs> as, native, as native New Yorkers. We know that's the Eternal Light Flagstaff in Madison Square Park. Look at that. I'll be damned. <laughs> <laughs> the what now? It's the what? That uh, they're in the reflection of the window in the front of the hotel. You can you can all see it's uh, the Eternal Light Flagstaff. It's in Madison Square Park. Which right, would mean that the hotel, that yeah, which would mean that the hotel would have to be close to it, right, to reflect it in the windows. Um, I'm just gonna. I just need a map of New York, maybe. You get a map of New York on the computer? <laughs> It'll put maps on computers. Oh my gosh, how crazy! All right, I guess I'll go down to the, you know, I don't know, the, the gas station, store, the delicatessen, yeah. or the gas station, whatever. The, the road road. Map. We they map area. this is New York City, man. They don't call them gas stations. It's a bodega. <laughs> In 94, it's probably just called a... Anyways, one of us would. One of you what? Since we all recognized it, yeah, wouldn't we... uh, 
wouldn't we already know where it is? Yeah, yeah, we wouldn't know. We wouldn't know necessarily what the hotel is across from it, though, or what the building is across from it. That's okay. what. That's what we need to find out. Gotcha. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, you get a you get a map. Um, does not look like there's a hotel anywhere in front of the uh, of the park there. Is there, I mean, is there a building there at all? Yeah, there's buildings. Yeah, nothing nothing hotel-sized or shaped, though. All right, I'm going to go back to the library. You guys keep looking out here. I figure out what this building is. All right, so he's going to go and do that. What do you three want to do? I'm looking around see if there's anything else, that, uh, any other military stuff or whatever, that or something where I can connect to... Uh... This private, Ravin. All right, Labilos. All right, so you, you want to search the apartment, right? So you guys all thought it was pretty weird that she had a walkie backpack, walkie-talkie from some guy who was killed in action in France in the forties. I mean, is there any type of family connection that was passed down? Yeah, not that you found so far. Um, all right, so you're going to look in the room. Is anybody going to go and interview the other two tenants? Not me. Yeah. Do that. Uh, I should not talk to people. You're <laughs> well, literally you literally investigate things for a living. Yeah, he's gonna yeah, he's gonna like call I him investigate BS. things, not people. Well I want him to come and be like uh your lot of muscle. Detector. Yeah. Uh, all right. Tell me I'll do that. Tell me if he, yeah, tell me if he thinks these people are being up front with me. Okay. All right. So I guess um, we need to go talk to Michelle and Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, they're both up on what they call the first floor. So the, the first floor you go into, they call that the ground floor. Okay. And there's the first floor, second floor. Second floor is empty as far as you know. And there's the basement, of course. <coughs> um, okay. So you guys are going to go up to the first floor where uh, Michelle and Lewis live. Yeah. All right. So when you walk up there, now you go up the stairs. Uh, the stairs are like in the center of the building, the stairs that go up and down the different floors. Uh, to the left is two empty apartments, and to the right is uh, Michelle and Lewis's apartments. They're on opposite walls. Uh, Michelle's door is first, but it's up to you which one you want to go to first. Yeah, we'll just stop at Michelle's. All right. Uh, you knock, and after a couple of minutes, the door couple does minutes. open. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe a minute. You hear, you hear a couple, hear some noises. Been uh, in there for that long. And then, and then oh. after about, we'll say thirty seconds, it's longer than you would have, have mm-hmm. liked. Uh, a woman comes and opens the door. Uh, here is a photographic representation of her. Okay. And she opens the door and says, yes. Looks you guys up and down. I introduce myself as Dr. Lewis and that I'm here uh, investigating the disappearance of Abigail downstairs. And just wanted to talk to all the other residents of the building. I've already spoken to the police and the FBI. I don't think there's anything else to say at this point. We're actually with the FBI, and I show her my credentials there. Uh, we're, well, then I've, uh, already, I've already spoken to you. 
Yes, but uh, we're uh, a unit uh, tasked with uh, logging uh, various artifacts that were found inside the the the, the, the apartment. What kind of artifacts? Everything. Um, just uh, there were a lot of strange items that were in the uh, in the apartment that were atypical for a painter. And uh, since you lived in the in the building, we didn't know if you'd seen Abigail bringing stuff in or having deliveries made, anything like that. No, I I'm, I normally don't don't uh, I'm not down there anyway unless I'm just coming up to my up to my apartment. But uh, no, I haven't really didn't really pay much attention to Abigail to be honest. Oh, okay. Uh, was she not a very good neighbor, or? I guess she was uh, fine. She never bothered me. Okay. Uh, what about? Um, we noticed that a, a year ago she reported being mugged by an individual that was wearing a robe of some sort. Have you seen anybody like that in the neighborhood? No, it's ridiculous. Well, robes are fairly common. I have one in my bathroom. Yeah, but she said it was some sort of strange silver robe or something. It was. It sounded far-fetched to me. I guess it could have been some guy high on the smack or the crack or whatever Whatever these people do these days. Let's <laughs> see. She's on the marijuana. All right. Um, <laughs> Cracks. So, um, and then uh, we also wanted to ask about your experience living here uh in this apartment complex. Have you uh, enjoyed living here? We know it's associated with art life. Oh, yeah, it's fine. The uh, the rent is low, which is nice for someone like myself who's only just just published her first book. So She seems pretty Congrats. proud of that. Without, well, congrat- without having to make a human role. Yeah, congratulations on that. Thank you. I lean it's over. A of, it's a collection of short stories. <laughs> She looks uh, offended by that. She says, well, most people say that it's pretty good. Two of my poems have won awards locally. Which Short stories. That, yeah, that uh, that sounds interesting. I'd love to look it up sometime. Oh, well, it's, it's from Berkeley Publishers. You can find it. But, uh, any Any local bookstore that still exists in 1995. All right. Yeah, yeah. Meg Ryan's Meg Ryan's still running her bookstore. She hasn't been put out by Tom Hanks yet. That's right. Some million. Yeah, books a million and several others. I just remember Walden books. books back then. Oh Walden, yeah. yeah, yeah. Walden books. I'm very big at Walden books. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be sure to look it up. Um, and uh, and thanks for uh, answering our questions. Hmm. Both of you guys can make me a search roll while you're sitting there. Okay. Oh, great. To her. I haven't made one of these yet. I guess I should say you can attempt a, a search roll. <laughs> I fumbled. <laughs> I, have, I have not succeeded once on searching. <laughs> not one time. She she has a... Alright, uh, John, she has a smudge on, on her the lens of one of her glasses and you just can't stop looking at that the whole time. And okay. uh, Agent Slash didn't realize he was supposed to be looking for anything. So All right. Rumbling to himself the whole time. Eating, uh, <laughs> he's got like a pocket full of Slim Jims. He's just eating those. Ooh. I might start doing that in real life. Pocket <laughs> full of Slim Jims sounds awesome. 
Okay, well, uh, you do. You did notice that behind her there was a lot of a lot of books on bookshelves, but uh, nothing in particular. I get a I get a handkerchief and I reach out like I'm gonna clean the smudge off her glasses. I'm like, you, you don't mind, do you? All right, uh, you need to make a dodge roll. <laughs> dodge roll. I failed. All right, she slaps her hand out of the way. <laughs> she says, I do mind. Thank you very much. And she closes the door. <laughs> Over at Agent Slash, and I'm like, well, that could have gone better. We're, making, we're, we're the making one trying to touch on her. progress, aren't we? <laughs> this game's going to take like, another 20 sessions because <laughs> we can't make rolls. <laughs> I mean, myself, right. myself included. I mean, I tumbled all of us. Roll. I mean, it's just. All right, Matt. Uh, so where are you going? Going to the library? I mean, I'm going to wherever the closest place I think I can. Yeah, I guess right. Yeah, a library because the maps didn't show shit. Yeah, the closest library. Try to figure out what was what building would have been across from that particular landmark in 1928. All right. Uh, yeah, you find your your old buddy, uh, gray hair, the pince nez. See ya. Sure, I can, I can show you the the city layouts for then. Come on over here. Thanks. All right. He uh, takes you over over to the. Uh, this is like in a, a basement room where they have all these old planning, permitting uh, diagrams. And he pulls it up and says, all right, here in front of the park, okay? He opens it up and he's like, well, that's weird. Hmm. I don't see any hotels, but look, there's this uh, just empty plot here in the 20s. There's nothing there. I show him the photo and I point to the reflection in the glass. I say, look right there. It's it's, obviously would have been right there. (coughs) By the way, check out this cool symbol I found. (laughs) <laughs> do you do, do that for real fuck yeah <laughs> right. he starts freaking out as he fails a sand roll oh dang <laughs> and then fails another sand roll for the symbol yeah and then fails another one uh, he says oh man can I have a, I want to make a copy of this I'm going to show this to everybody that comes into the library today this is amazing I know right he makes a copy of it, and he's he's like really freaked out about this whole this whole thing with your picture and and the, that empty empty spot, empty lot. It's can like I make a just... photocopy of this picture, and so I can return. I'm gonna need to return these books anyway, and I just need to make a photocopy of this picture. Okay, yeah. Sure, it's like five dollars in 1995. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they got like there's not like a real photocopier. They have a guy that like turns some kind of a giant wheel on the back that. It makes makes poor poor Chinese guys in the back just draw it by hand. It's awful. Um, it's a photostatic copier. It's a, it's okay. a ditto machine with that weird that's, purple ink that smells funny. That's right. Well, and I show him the napkin too. I'm like, I'm like, this <laughs> <laughs> poor guy. This poor guy. <laughs> You guys are gonna have to come back. He's gonna be the leader of a cult in twenty years. You have to come deal with him. <laughs> He'll be—he's gonna be undead ghoul or something. 
What, what do you think? For rewriting all the books. What do, you one think, time. what do you think this GBR could mean? No, I mean, I I'll just know. say that I traced the letters GBR and like, I'm not going to actually okay. show them the napkin with the designs on it because I didn't want to take that out. Okay. Put a napkin with that on it. Right. It could, uh, yeah, yeah it sounds like some kind of hotels or anything that had those initials. Yeah, me neither. The first thing that comes to mind is Great Britain. Have you seen the symbol? Oh, yeah, you showed it to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was it was weird because I saw the B on that door of that mm. building that apparently doesn't exist. That made me think of the GBR, the napkin. I don't know, man. You think it's some kind of government conspiracy? You think I was not there? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. If I went there now, what what's there now? B stands for building. Uh, he uh. Well, there's a couple of small buildings there. There's a Walden Books and a, uh, <laughs> and, a and like a Seven Eleven. You mean Delicatessen? Yeah. <laughs> bodega. It's a it's a bodega called Seven Eleven. <sighs> okay. All right. Uh, smorgasbord restaurant. Do I, feel, do I feel relieved from having to show any bales that symbol now? You do. Yeah, you feel better about it now that you've shared it. All right, uh, Bogus, make me a search roll with plus 20. Every time I feel like you're getting ready to say something with an S, mm-hmm. it's a melee thing in sand roll. Mm. <laughs> Woo! A nine. I can get him. I can't. Probably isn't going to be that, hand, that useful, but. More useful than failures. True. At least the failures are humorous. You find a map of the building that someone has hand drawn while you're oh. looking looking for oh military God. stuff. Okay. Um, yeah. So you find this thing. Um, Parlor. So it's clue. It's like clue. Night floors? Yeah, you find something that's labeled night floor, something that's low, labeled roses and butter on the ground floor. Men, something with briefcase and white shoes. So how many floors is this building? It's uh, uh, basement, ground floor, first floor, second floor. All right, so... Okay, we don't have a basement on here. I'm assuming it's not on the other side. Um, yeah, you see, you see, uh, at the second floor on the stairs up, it says there's a red X and it says night floors in red. Are you saying that's what, what in the building it actually looks like or just on the no, map? Just on the map that you're looking at. Yeah. Does it looks like a hand dead guy. There's a hand drawn tunnel and it says dead guy in something maybe. Dead guy in mask? Uh, in that tunnel. And then like the tunnel just has arrows sticking off of it. Uh, one that says the parlor. One says Mr. Castain. Mm-hmm. And it says to the night floors. But then the tunnel ends up in an apartment back on the first floor. It's very confusing. And then one of the other apartments says door on 7 slash 1, 2, 7, 12 maybe. And there's a bunch of X's on most of the apartments. 
Okay, so um, is there is this something right here, Danny, or is it? Or, sorry, in the uh, left hand middle. Um, what looks like it's in the the lower apartment. Is that something that's written, or is that just a weird fold? Um, on the first floor, the the far left apartment on the bottom. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like there's something drawn there. What is this? Like a a noose, know, a, a noose, or a kite or sperm <laughs> something like that something okay. odd well, uh, yeah, you managed to, you managed to figure out it says it does say dead guy in mask in that one spot <coughs> uh, and you imagine it's probably a noose in that drawing what which apartment in, which the, ap- in the hallway where it says second floor like right above where it says night floors I can't read that it says something down and up down oh, okay. Got gotcha. you. Those yeah. are the stairs. I got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm. So on the second floor, there's looks like a tunnel. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird looking. Okay. Um, and which which apartment would that noose be in? One of, that'd be one of the empty. Oh no, no, that would be uh, um, what's his name? Roger Karen's apartment. And seven twelve. Uh, that's an Abigail's apartment. No, no, I'm wrong. I'm wrong, aren't I? I'm sorry. <laughs> that's that's seven twelve, and that's on the first floor, so that would be uh, empty. The one with the the noose. That one's empty. All right, the noose is empty, and seven twelve is empty. Seven twelve is Lewis Post. Lewis Post. Okay. And then the one that's got the tunnel attached to it is the uh, Michelle's. Yeah. All the second floor apartments are empty. That's right, Matt went. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh and uh Make me a sand check. Damn it, Danny. <laughs> I think you're just doing more now because you know I'm so afraid of it. What are those little alcoves marked with X's? Oh my god. Seriously? Well, that's a failure. I one. You hear someone laughing in the other part of the apartment. In one of the empty rooms. You're going to go check it out in the kitchen? <laughs> so you look at, you're like looking at me. <laughs> that didn't turn out so well when he went and checked out the laughing. I'm not doing it. <laughs> you lose you lose one sand just from hearing the laughing. It's like, don't go, don't follow the laughter. Now, Matt heard hysterical crying that he thought was laughing. You hear laughing for sure. Yeah. You're just going to ignore it? I'm going to ignore it for now and let the guys know when they come back. As I huddle in the corner. (laughs) All right. Shielding myself Um, with the video. All right. As you're sitting there in the corner, make me a search check. Plus 40. Plus 40%. 40. All right. I think I made it. Five. Yeah. You find something else as you're sitting there in the corner, looking in the corner. You see something else that catches your attention. Great. 
Yeah, you find a piece of letterhead with another map on it. Weird. Okay. Weird. This is the night floor. No basement. The uh, the letterhead is is at the top says Hotel Brottlebin, New York City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's got a, like a an elevator, basement, uh, some random. Looks like some random hallways. Something that says WL in a corner, and then an X in a in a room at the bottom of it that says JL Bottle. Hmm. Okay, I'm just going to put these two maps up together. Does anything stand out to me on how they might connect? Mm, no. Well, while you're doing that, we'll switch back up to the fellas doing the interviews upstairs. All right. Yep. We're going to knock on Lewis's door. Yeah. You make it to the door of one Lewis post. Um, uh, he opens the door and says, uh, let me show you his photo here. There you go. Let's see if you know what he looks like. He's a, this looks like a nice young man. He says, oh, hi. Uh, hello. Uh, I'm Dr. Lewis. I'm here with the FBI, and uh, we're cataloging the apartment downstairs, and with, along with this investigation to Abigail's disappearance. I understand oh, yeah. some of our uh, uh, investigators have already been and interviewed. Uh, but we're specifically looking at the belongings and things in her apartment and uh, had some questions about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you guys can come in if you want. My, Sorry, my apartment's kind of a dump. Uh, he opens the door and you can see that, yes, there are uh, pizza boxes and paint containers and dirty clothes all over the place. Okay. Um, uh, do we see any, like, uh, artist supplies since he's supposed to be a comic book artist? Yeah, yeah, you see paint containers and uh, all kinds of stuff like that. Uh, okay. Well, we come in and, uh, well, thank you um, for your hospitality. Um, we just explained that uh, we're with a unit that investigates, like, uh, belongings and looks for forensic clues. Oh, okay. that There's a lot of strange things down there in Abigail's apartment and just uh, wondering if he saw her carrying any items in or, or getting deliveries, that sort of thing. No, yeah, the other guys asked about that too. We, I never really noticed anything. Um, I'm directly above her apartment uh, and I never really heard any loud noises or banging or sounds. Of, I don't know what the sound of stuff being stuck to a wall would sound like, but I don't think I heard that. Oh, you knew about the items stuck to the walls. Had you been in the apartment before? No, the uh, those other agents or detectives or whatever asked me, you know, if I'd seen her or helped her put anything, stuff on her walls. They said some of it was big. I, I didn't know she had anything like that going on. Right back. It's kind of strange. Yeah, what about uh, her as a neighbor? Did you have any interactions with Abigail? Uh, not much. Not really. Um, She's pretty quiet, kept to herself. Most people do. Um, I talked to uh, uh, Thomas and uh, Roger on a regular basis. But, but yeah, uh, we met we met them yesterday. They seemed like uh, 
Nice, nice guys. Yeah, yeah, they're good guys. Uh, Michelle doesn't talk to me. Um, she yeah, I don't like Michelle. <laughs> he looks surprised that you said that, but then just kind of, kind of nods. Most people feel the same way, I think. She's a good writer, though. I've, I've read some of her stuff. You have, but she was telling us that her book was published. I was going to check it out later. Oh, yeah. it wasn't. Yeah, she told me that, too, but, well, yeah, I haven't bothered to read it. Um, I asked him about the the robed figure, if he'd seen anything like that or, or see, uh, you know, heard it, Abigail talk about it or anything. No, that was, that was scary, though, uh, when she told us about it. It's, for something like that to happen. Okay. Um, and uh, just want to ask about, you know, his apartment there. Is he pleased with it? Um, has the art life been good to him? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they've been good. I, I'm really embarrassed. I'm sorry my apartment's just kind of gotten to a wreck. I've been uh, just not doing a good job keeping things up lately. My parents would be really upset with me, that's for sure. We saw this. Consumed by your work. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, true. Have you been uh, getting a lot of commissions for comic books lately? Oh yeah, you know, steady, steady business. Uh, I've been been doing some of my own stuff uh, lately. Just. Uh, oh, oh, really? I'd love to take a look at it. Uh, oh I, well, I'm interested in art myself. Well, nothing I'm uh, ready to share or anything. I'm just kind of, you know, working on some new styles and stuff. That's all. Okay. Uh, looking wanna, around his do... apartment, do we see any of, like, his covers on, or anything, like, on display, hanging on the walls or whatever? Yeah, yeah, you do see a couple. Um, and I, mean, if, if, I doubt uh, Ben's character reads comics, but, but maybe you've seen a few, so it might look familiar. Right. They're Probably not, not. They're not Marvel or DC, but they're, you know, you've you've heard of the of the companies before, you know, you, okay. you know that they're uh, <clears throat> fairly, you know, it must be fairly good work. So I guess uh, I kind of try to make a motion for, uh, for agent slash to look around while I distract him. And I walk over towards one of them that's hanging on the wall and ask uh, Lewis to tell me about it, you know, i uh, just describe it or, you know, is All right. uh, give me a, what's the role for shooting the breeze in, uh, Delta <laughs> green here. Maybe persuade. I don't know. Uh, what's your charisma at? My charisma is at 11 or times five. It's 55. Um, yeah, so you can give me that, or persuade, or or actually even uh, art. Give me an art roll. Painting. As far as uh, paintings, uh, I mean, that's probably my best, uh, since I know a lot about that. Maybe I could ask him about some of the techniques that he's using or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you can give me that. All right. That's a success. Yeah. 38 out of 80 that's good all right uh ben so you're gonna go snoop in his apartment while he's uh distracted mm-hmm. by dr lewis all right give you me a make a stealth or a search just a search roll uh what's your search at because you're so good 40. at those 
right, yeah, you can give it to me at, at plus 20 since he succeeded in uh, giving this guy's attention. Oh my gosh, I made one. I was fully exce- I was fully expecting to roll like a 90. <laughs> a 12 out of 60, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, so you're searching around in his apartment. You find uh, a Baroque mirror underneath his bed. It's, uh, a, it's about a broken a... mirror or a Baroque mirror? Baroque, not broken. Uh, it's it's like five and a half, six feet tall. Uh, no markings or identifiers. Uh, you don't have any kind of art skills, I don't guess, do you? Mm-mm. Make me make me a luck check. Make me a luck check. No modifier. Nope. Nope. Yeah, all right. You failed, so you did not uh, have everything. to bring your camera with you, so you can't take a picture of it. All right. Uh, do you want to get back in there where where he's at before? Uh yeah, I will. All right. All right. Well, that was the only weird thing you found in there. <laughs> All right. Um. And uh, before we leave, I ask him: Did did Lewis say that he had a copy of uh of Michelle's poetry or book? No. No, he said he has not bothered to try and read it. He just, she just told him a couple of times that it's been published. Okay. All right. Uh, well, I thank him for uh, answering our questions, and uh, if he thinks of anything that might be of use to us, um, you know, uh, we'll be around the building for the next few days. Okay. Oh, I don't know if I if I can't remember if I told you this, Ben, but you did get the name and contact info for this guy's agent when you were oh, okay. doing background checks. So you have that. So we should talk to him. All right, uh, I'm going to say you all meet back up in the apartment and find uh, <laughs> and find Brandon's character just kind of like huddled up in one of the corners. I hear anything back from my colleagues about the resin thing, or that'll probably just take till the end of the day, maybe. Um, let's see. What what phone number did you give them to contact you? Or they're gonna call your house. You can call and check your messages. Yeah, I can call and check my messages. All right, you can do that from the hotel. Uh, yes, they did get back to you. They said it is uh, biological, like it did come from some kind of plant. But they have no idea what kind. Well, plant, plant or animal, they're not even sure which. That's weird. It is. Yeah. All right, so uh, all four of you are back in the hotel room. I'm assuming if he shows me that hotel Broadbent thing, I'm going to freak the fuck out, because that's what I'm going to assume is in that picture. Um. Yeah, make me a sand check. Because I start, I start telling them about all that stuff. I'm assuming that you would probably go, "Oh, you mean like a bee, like Brattleboom?" <laughs> Which, by the way, there is a hotel Brattleboom in Brattleboom, New York. Well, there you go. Up and down. The uh... failure. Come on, man. Let me click that. 
Let me click that. I mean, I'm helpless. Man, no, that's be... one, but that's from, that's from unnatural. That's not from helpless helplessness. Gotcha. All right. You're not getting close to a breaking point, are you? I'm within five. Okay. What's a breaking point again? Something bad happens sheet. to your sanity. Well, no, I was trying to remember, like, what point is the breaking point? Like, no, it's on your right sheet. underneath your sanity. Yeah. Okay. Just realized Now, if you lose. If the other rule is if you lose five or more at once, you go temporarily insane. That's the I have a full-on cat butt right now. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah we are. Yeah. Hey, this is PG-13. Sheesh. <laughs> Button nosing it right there. Cat has no modesty. <laughs> okay. So, uh, all right. So, uh, okay. All right. So this Hotel Broadman shouldn't exist. It wasn't there. All right, we need to check out the things in this map. Sherlock in the background on the back of the chair. All right, we need to go around and check out the things in this map. Yeah. <laughs> Bogus is so intent on his phone, he's not paying any attention to you. That's what I said. I said, yeah, we need to check it out. Uh, I guess the second floor, since it's not, uh, no one's staying up there right now. Well, let's just start where we are and work our way up, all right? Let's check out this roses and whatever and all this other kind of crap, all right? Sounds fine to me. All right, I'm going to say it is about 4.30 by this time. Yeah, about 4, 4 p.m. We're not, we're, not, up at one. we're not leaving until we... Figure out this map. Sleep over in the apartment? Didn't say that. You have all the keys. You could. Oh, we do. Wait, we have the keys to other people's apartments? So which... Which apartment is it that that we've been investigating? Where's it at on the map? Abigail's. That's the ground floor. Okay. It's the uh, bottom right hand. Okay. On, that map, on that map you're looking at. All right. So yeah, Rose. See that this map is labeled the McAllister map. Does it say McAllister anywhere on it? No. That's the name of the building. Okay. That's the that's the building you're in. So. Oh right, right. This okay. is called the McAllister building. It used to be the London House. Uh, so yeah, maybe an assumption on y'all's part, but it does seem to line up pretty well. All right, so yeah, so um, so roses and butter. That's in her apartment. Well, that's uh, yeah, is that in her apartment? Let me look at the lower right hand. <coughs> yep, that is in her apartment. That's like back in her uh, closet area of her apartment. All right, let's go check that shit out. Let's do it. All right, you all kind of. Scrunch up in there. Look at it. Uh, I don't know. It seems like a like a normal empty closet. Start, banging around, start banging around in it. <laughs> so you can find any like you know hollow spots, loose floorboards, whatever. Yeah, uh, like if there's carpet, pull the carpet up. All right, yeah, you guys can give me a search check. Exit the map. Searching. 
Uh, regular roll or another 40? Regular. Dang it. Yes. Is that all of us again? Matthew made it. I, know, I only got a 20%. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. Check it if you fail it. <laughs> Fumble. This is like half of my job, and I really suck at it. Yeah. <laughs> you, found, you found your butt. Uh, found a really nice place to take a nap. I don't understand. Why do they keep asking me to look into these things? Agent Slash tries to like uh, push his way in there, and he knocks everybody else over except for Matt. Like, why can't I just shoot stuff? Uh, you don't find any roses or butter in there, Matt. It's just, it looks empty. It looks like it's already been scoured by whoever, whomever was in here before you guys. All right, let's go to the other exits in her apartment. What mm-hmm. room is that? It's not marked. It doesn't say anything, but there's an X. It looks like there's a false wall. Uh, just hold on. The other X X's are her. Uh, that one X is Matt. That's the room where you thought you heard the crying. The pantry. Okay, I'll search it again. So the other side of the closet is the pantry. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yep. I guess that's, so, yeah, yeah. that's the pantry. The other X is a closet, like out in the main. Uh, outside of the apartment, actually. All right, like I failed, failed with a 54. My search of the pantry. I'll search that outside area. Mm-hmm. One, two. Failed with a 38. Do I get an attempt on these two, Danny? Yeah, anybody can. Everybody can. Success on, I guess, the pantry was the first one. And then second is uh, the outside one. Mm-hmm. And success on that one. Okay. So we can all, all right. look. Or do yeah. we even yes. need to anymore? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can just making like... sure because I don't want to start rolling. Oh, a critical success! There you go, John did better. I'm a critical <laughs> failure from Dan. <laughs> okay. So Brandon, Brandon succeeded on both, and John succeeded on both, and got a critical success on the pantry. Right. right. So in the pantry. Why should there actually be nothing in there in Danish? I don't have to figure out something <laughs> to put in there with a critical success. Looking for all these X's. In the pantry, yeah, you don't find anything, really. Nothing nothing of any real import. Um, in the hallway, though, uh, as you guys are in the hallway, you see that there's a hallway rug, you know, that runs all the way up and down through there. Mm-hmm. You see a tiny microphone sticking out from under the rug, pointed at the base of her door. What? What? Okay. That's kind of whack. Where's it going to? Yeah. Follow it. Okay, you guys follow it down the hall. It goes under the door of Thomas Manuel's apartment. Eee, he's a crazy stalker guy. Shoot him. (laughs) Did we already talk to this guy? Yeah. Yeah, he's the one who had all the... All the stereo equipment in his apartment. Now we know why. He, he was the very, one. Very nice to you all. He was the one walking around outside the <clears throat> apartment when we got here. That's true. So which right, apartment is Danny? The bottom left on the ground floor? Uh, the bottom, the top left on the ground floor. Okay. We're going we're to go bust him up. 
after we go check out Man with Briefcase and White Shoes. Uh, can I kick the door down? No, we're going to do that next. We're going to knock. Oh, okay. We're going to knock. When he opens, we're going to, what's up, bust up? Can I, like, hold him down? What's up, bust up? Is that what oh, you yeah. Said? oh, yeah. We're, we're going to go full-on res- Reservoir Dogs on this guy. But okay. but first, let's go check out Man with Briefcase and White Shoes. That's an empty apartment, right? No, that's Roger Karen's apartment. All right. He didn't really let y'all in much last time. All right, let's go. All right, yeah, let's go on Thomas's door again. All right, you knock, and after a minute or two, he opens it and says, oh, hey, fellas. Bust in. Southern <laughs> down. I'm going to let the marshal bust in. Yes. All right. Um, he puts up very little resistance. He seems very confused. And he says, what's going on? What? I didn't do anything wrong. I, I don't understand. Well, bugging someone's apartment is wrong. Uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. The, the microphone crazy. sticking out of the hallway rug leading in here. Uh, do you guys do you follow the, the wire all the way? Yeah, down? we follow the wire. All right. Uh, well, at least that's why I'm doing it. They're talking just okay. to. Yeah, I'm just find, standing over this guy. Like. You find a cassette recorder. Uh, uh, let's see, where is it? Where is it sitting? Cassette recorder. Uh, yeah, that's a cassette recorder is just like it's near the front door, but it's kind of like behind some boxes and stuff. Okay. Behind it, he says, "I have, I have no idea what that is. What, what's going on? Anybody can make a uh, humit, or what do you? Who has the highest humit? I should say a thirty. That's a 50. It's a 40. All right. And 50. Okay, those of you with 50s, you believe him. What? You realize that I... interfering with a federal investigation is a serious crime, right? I don't, I don't understand. I don't, I don't, I don't understand what's going on. Has anybody been in this apartment other than you? Uh, in general, like who has been in here? Who comes in? I don't know. Uh, Anybody have a key so. other than you? Find some more. See if there's any uh, more. I mean, like the the managers and stuff, or whatever. You know. What about the night manager? Um. Uh, yeah. I guess, I guess he has a key. Why wouldn't he? Hey, Danny, uh, I'm looking for. Uh, see if there's right. any. Other- tapes over there or yeah we're taking all that stuff from behind the door y'all just gonna start start uh rolling his apartment yeah all right i wanted uh, to do this anyway so this works out great i mean I'm, first thing i'm doing is i'm grabbing on the that cassette player and everything else from behind that door and right. puffing it out to the other apartment <laughs> uh, are you gonna take it now or you're gonna hold it while you continue to search uh i'm gonna let them continue to search i'm gonna take it and take it to Abigail's apartment. Okay. And lock it in there. All right. Everyone uh, can give me search checks. I was going to say, now that we're in there, we need to check and see if there's anything else in there that he doesn't know about. Yeah. Give me give me search checks as you hey. guys turn it over. Yes. I got one. So how many, re- <laughs> how many regular successes is worth a critical success? None. What are you talking about? <laughs> exactly zero. Dang it. All right. Uh, so 
So two of you got successes. Um, all right. Who, who got the first one? Who got the highest? Bogus for the 30. 30. All right. Uh, your Agent Joe. Mm-hmm. Agent Joe, you find uh, in a plastic plant base in uh, an empty recess with a bunch of stuff in it. Uh, Matt, you see see him digging through this as you get back. There's a bunch of audio cassettes, uh, mm-hmm. several pieces of paper that look like they match the uh, that one that you guys found that had the play on it. Okay, and a bronze medallion. Okay. Um, looking at the hey, paper, it looks familiar? like it, it looks it looks like it matches. It's different pages, but it looks like it's uh, from the same typewriter or printer or whatever that did the other one. Some of it, some of the lines are underlined in red, but uh, it's all like uh, the people in the apartment talking to each other, and doing things, along with some other people that you don't recognize. The dog is mentioned. Hmm. Uh, the audio cassettes, none of those are labeled. Okay. The bronze medallion. Probably has that symbol on it. Uh, when you uh, you look at it, it's a locket. You want to open it? <laughs> Bogus. <laughs> He found it. Do you want to open the locket? Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, uh, Ben, what do you make of this? <laughs> Actually, no, I give it to the art guy. He's going to be able to join yeah. more than I will. All right, Dr. Lewis, he hands you a very interesting medallion that appears to be a locket. Would you like to open it? Well, of course, we're trying to get to the bottom of this. Would you like to make an app? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. The uh, just by inspecting it, you think this is like this is an old locket. You're thinking 19th century. Well, uh, let me pop this sucker open. Yeah, if you open it. Uh, one side is empty. Uh, there's a little piece of piece of glue stuck to that side. Looks like uh, looks like it's been scraped away. The other side depicts a beautiful woman with long brown Ooh. hair. Dressed Ooh. in a dressed in a manner that suggests the photograph is from around nineteen hundred. Okay. Um. Yeah. What do you, you want to look at it any closer, or what do you want to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see if there's any inscriptions or anything like that. Okay. It's yeah. You look at it. You look at it really closely. You see a little carefully hidden inscription. It reads Ambrose. Ambrose. <clears throat> so I guess we asked Thomas if he's uh, if he knows what any of this stuff is or how it would have gotten in his apartment. He very convincingly appears to have no freaking clue what's going on. Still, Ben, do we have nope. our fingerprint <laughs> materials with us? <laughs> uh, I'm going to say no. You might, you, maybe in the. No, not even in the other room. You could go get some. Ben we here. definitely brought our cameras. I mean, I know I brought my camera because we were going to freaking yeah. search. Sure. <laughs> All right, Ben. You notice 
uh, you search through his uh, fridge because, you know, Slim Jim's Max. all gone. And uh, you notice that all of his food looks good. Like there's there's apples in there. There's milk. Looks fine. Um, but you notice the uh, expiration date on everything is from five months ago. Make me a sand check. Oh, man. Failure. All right. You lose one that, sand from the natural. That really eked me out. Yeah. So there's like uh, fresh fruit. There's milk and orange juice. All kinds of stuff that should be really nasty based on that expiration date. But it looks totally edible. Looks fine. And I get a glass of orange juice. Yeah. Yeah. It's so literally delicious. what I'm thinking right now is every time I've misread an expiration date on like a food container and it looks normal, my first take at it, that was the mistake. I'm actually making a sand check. <laughs> and then I double check and find out, oh, it, no, it is okay, but I've already gone insane. <laughs> I lost it. All right. You want to take, take an apple or anything else with you there, Ben, or just going to drink the orange juice? Sure, I'll take an apple. All right. You can put an apple in your pocket for later. Well, no, I'll eat it right now. Okay. <laughs> like you need any motivation. All right. So uh, Agent Slash comes back with a glass of orange juice and an apple. Do you mention the thing with the food? <laughs> All this food in there was expired, but it looked good, so. <laughs> what do you mean expired? It's like five months old. Yeah, it expired in March. It's August. What have so you been eating for at, the last five yeah, months, at, Thomas? Just eat, you Tommy know, whatever boy. I got in the fridge, or go out and eat, whatever. Why is all your food five months expired? I don't know. I mean, it looks good to me. You don't notice that you haven't been buying food for the last five months? That doesn't sound right. How about this clock, Thomas? Yeah. <laughs> do you do you go to the delicatessen often? So, yeah, yeah. So the ones that are fifty and above, they think he's telling the truth, right? Yeah. You know that he thinks he's telling the truth anyway. Uh, so what's today's date? Uh, I don't know, man. What's, I don't keep up with that it, kind of thing. Is it? Spring, summer, fall? Yeah, I think it looks like summer outside. It looks out his window. I'm going to look around for like any mail that might just be there and see if there's like a... Like I can figure out some dates. Last time he's been out. You don't you don't see any mail. You know they all have mailboxes up at the front when you first come in. Does the food taste okay? <clears throat> yeah, it tastes great. Tastes, I mean, apple tastes fresh. It's crisp and crunchy. Hey, uh, like, how do you do this, man? I want to <laughs> keep things from going bad. Keep, just keep it in the fridge. Agent Joe, once you go check out the mailbox. Oh, got a guy is like, your key? Yeah, you. Go check out the mailbox. Jesus. I'm going to. I'm asking the dude for his key. Oh, into yeah. the mailbox. <clears throat> All right, he has, has a really long key. Yeah, someone <laughs> like start crowbarring it open in the lobby. Yeah, this is going to give you a really long screwdriver. Yeah, he looks right. he looks really disturbed, but he hands you the key. Uh, 
I really it's love screwdrivers. Is that <laughs> like one of those in the big hurricane glasses? <laughs> yes. Let me get this straight, buddy. Somebody's been hiding all this weird shit in your apartment. And you have no idea who, and you don't seem to really care. I mean, it's strange, but I mean, if it was listening to Abigail's apartment or Laura's apartment, what is it? I mean, you know. It's what empty. is that? Don't you know? Well, we don't know how long it's been there. And don't don't you understand this now implicates you and her and her disappearance? You're a suspect now. You're probably the prime suspect. As a matter of fact, I'm telling you right now, don't leave town. Okay. I mean, this is this is crazy. He sits down on his couch. He looks confused. Good lord! Does anybody hear a psychiatrist, psychiatrist or a psychologist? Nope. Agent Joe. <clears throat> yeah. The mailbox is empty. When you get out there and open it. Cola's agent. Is there like a uh, lobby attendant of some type? Doorman? Anything? No, there's none of that. There's there's empty. I mean, there's there's pieces of paper, you know, and old flyers and stuff laying on the ground. That's pretty much it. All right, I'm, I'm going. I'm going to take out the photos of the picture of the paintings I took um, of the basement. Okay. This look like your work. Sorry, like kind of putting it down on the table in front of him. Yeah, yeah, those are mine. Who's Sammy? Uh oh, uh, the Samaginas. You know them, right? No. Oh. Who? Some friends of mine that were painting. How do you spell that name? S-A-M-I-G-I-N-A-S. They live in this building? No. Where do they live? Uh, I'm not sure. They just they come around sometimes. Why do they need linseed oil? I don't know. Painting in their house or something. What's with that canvas that's got nothing on it? I'm going to paint on it. It's going to be the best thing I make. What's this clown mean to you? Did you see this clown in the park? No. No, I just made that up. No, this clown exists. One of my friends saw it at the park. Did you, He didn't tell anybody that, did he? Or did he? Yeah, he did. Did you? T- you told them about it last time, Ben? He told. He told me. Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's crazy. Danny, does he have a computer I can look at? He does not. He has stereo and stuff. All right. What's with this? Uh, this kind of white face thing. What is that? Uh, yeah, it's the the creature making the fire thing. I don't know. It just seemed cool. Where would you get your inspiration for that? I don't know. It just came to me. What about this one of the man in the hospital? Oh uh, yeah, that one's creepy, right? Please yeah. ask some questions, Danny. I'm gonna look at the stereo and the music and stuff and see what he actually has in it that he's most recently played. All right, we're getting nowhere with this guy. I think he's... Um it's there's nothing nothing in there to be played right now. Okay. All right. All right, somebody's going to have to stay behind, listen to the tapes while everybody else searches the building based on the map. All right. Leaving this guy alone. Well, we've told him not to leave town. So. 
All right. So, so your thoughts are somebody wants to listen to the cassette. So you said somebody needs to call his like a radiator or something. No, we're not doing that. Why not? I'm going to call him because I'm going to call into Agent Marcus and tell him that they need to keep tabs on this guy. All right. Marcus did say he gave you a, a secure email address and told you to uh, email him over secure email. So that is something that I'll tell I'll tell Agent Joe to email Agent Marcus an update on everything we found so far. Especially right. emphasis on this Thomas guy, and let me know when, immediately when he gets a reply. All right, so y'all are doing open the computer again. <laughs> so you're, you're sending him that. What about uh, somebody said they wanted to contact his agent? Yeah, uh, yeah, contact we, Thomas's agent. We all said that. Okay, it's not Thomas's agent. It was. Watch uh, all these people have the same agent. Lewis's agent. Well, do we have Thomas's agent oh, number sorry. two? You have. Uh, what contact info did you get for Thomas? Let's see. You got his parents. Call his parents. There's a payphone out here. Yep. Yeah, you can call from the payphone. Quick question for everybody. Like, what is everyone's firearms or ability to fight? <laughs> Mine are great. I have an 80% unarmed combat. Uh, yeah. 70% melee weapons. Uh, yeah, Agent Agent Slash and I are both ex-military, but I think we all know in these kind of games that shit doesn't really matter that much. Sixty percent firearms. All right, so uh, are you all going? Are you all going back to Abigail's apartment? Yep. So, and so we're all going to go back to Abigail's. I think here's what I would suggest, and people can not agree with this, but I would as think you're walking, agent, as you're saying that, everybody make me a luck check as you're walking back to our apartment. All right. A what check? Luck, luck. check. Yeah. Luck be a this lady tonight. Lucky. I am not feeling lucky. Yay. I'm really not feeling lucky. Alright. As y'all are walking back, Agent Slash steps in dog crap in the hallway. Oh Very well. fresh. So there is a dog. Oh, and by the way, Danny, I uh, ripped that mic out of the floor before we go back into the room and talk. If we need okay. to, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, you well, you had, he had been like pulling it up the hallway, I assumed. Yeah, and yeah. Hollered it. I'm gonna hold on to it because it might be useful here in a little bit. All right, so okay. somebody's got a dog, either Femme, Rider, Lady, or uh, the uh, sci-fi guy's got a dog. All right. All right, here's what I would suggest. Um, since we're going right. to have Agent Joe communicating by email with uh-huh. Marcus anyway, I would, and, and he's also the tech guy, I would think that having him stay behind and listen to the audio cassettes would be the best thing for him to do. And go insane. Because if, <laughs> if he finds something on the audio cassettes, he could, he could possibly look it up on the internet. Do we have radios, Danny? Yeah. Why the hell do we not have radios for FBI? <laughs> you, can, you can go to Radio Shack and get some, or request some. Or... Because we don't have cell phones. No. I mean, I brought my briefcase phone. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> or a I think briefcase. You got the radio. You got the radio on the wall. The other three of us would be uh, going to look uh, at the everything else on the on the map. All right. <clears throat> Does that sound That's good not... to you guys? The rest of you? Yeah, I wrote down several leads to follow for next time. What's going to be bad is when I'm listening to these raid this uh, these tapes, I'm going to come across something that's going to be very important, like 
something horrible, horrible, horrible yeah. happened in like some room that y'all are about to walk into, and I'm not going to be able to find you and let you know not to go in there. That's the best. <laughs> All right. All right. So does that mean we're getting ready to call it for tonight? Um, if you guys have it in you, I'd like to go like, 15 or 20 more minutes. Okay. All right. Can y'all, can y'all make it that long? Yep. Yeah. All right. Let's go check out um, Door on 712. Well, if that's and, the case, I'm going to have to make a quick potty break. All right. Yeah. We can take a second here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, looks like. Yeah, I will too. I will right. too. All right. Brandon, you, if you're you, good, we'll go ahead and do what you find out. Sure. Yeah, I can, can tell them when they get back. All right. So you're going to uh, play the cassette that was already in there first? Uh, yeah. All right. You hear, uh, immediately hear, basically hear nothing at first. And then, uh, uh, after some time goes by, you hear this, this player has like a double speed thing. So you can listen to it at twice speed. I thought to ask if I could tweak it to do that, <laughs> to get through faster. Yeah. You, every once in a while you hear like the sound of someone walking, uh, a couple of times you hear talking in the distance, but you can't quite make it out. Mm-hmm. You do, you'd hear the sound. It takes you a second to make it out, but it's the sound of a, you think it's a dog collar as a dog wanders past once or twice. So it's definitely the sound of this place at night. That's what okay. you're listening to. Uh, let's see, you do that for a, a while. I'll say like 15 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you got an idea. You put in, put in another cassette and it's the same sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So you're definitely hearing the the building at night is what you're hearing. Okay. Uh, none of these, none of the cassettes are labeled. You have no idea what order they're in or what days they could be from. So it's kind of hard to hard to get any idea if these are before or after she disappeared. Yeah. Okay. Um, but you're not hearing anything uh, interesting so far. Not you know, not in thirty minutes of listening to them anyway. <clears throat> I don't know if I had to be listening to through a stereo. <laughs> uh, do you want to go ahead and try and call? You have the numbers, the number for his parents from Agent Slash. Do you want to go ahead and make that call? To his parents? Yeah. I didn't pick up on what was going on with that. Oh, we uh, well, so, yeah, you guys had said someone was going to call his parents. It doesn't have to be you. Uh, you're going to send Agent Marcus the email, though. Yeah. Right. You see something calling that. anyone's parents. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Agent Slash got the number for Thomas Manuel's parents. That was like his next of kin or or whatever. So, if you want to, you can call them, uh, or someone else can call them. It doesn't matter. I let them call them. Uh, I'm I'm going to kind of wait at the computer for just a little bit to see if the uh, an email comes back quickly. Probably won't, but. Uh, yeah, well, so for how long, like, while you're listening to the tapes? What time of day is it? It's about five in the afternoon at this point on Saturday. All right, I'm going yeah. to uh, send the email first and then listen to the tapes. Okay, yeah, so after you've listened to those tapes for about 30 minutes, you actually do get a uh, response that says, just says, continue investigations. Okay. Um, yeah, that's all it says, continue investigations. All right, um... If I don't hear anything on the tapes, then does anything give me uh, an inclination that we need better equipment to listen to the tapes to pick up on something, or 
is it just this guy's just been recording an empty hallway for no ton how many days? Yeah, you think it's more of the second one. You think he's just been recording at the the hallway at night. And it's always the same. Okay, and it's only the night time. Yeah, that well, you you think it's night based on every once once in a while you do hear uh, like the sound of like some uh, insects chirring in the background, that kind of thing. And okay. It's almost it'll go hours without anybody walking down the hallway, and they have to come down that hallway to go in or out of the building. So that's what makes me think it's not time. Okay. Is there any yeah. tapes that stand out to me in there, like the oldest tape or one that's, uh, if they're not labeled, then it's maybe, maybe been used more or? No, they all look fairly identical. So yeah, nothing, okay. nothing stands out. So I listened through all, did I listen through all of them on very fast speed and didn't hear anything? You can listen to all of them. It'll take you hours on even okay. like double or quadruple speed to do that. So far, you've been doing it for 30 minutes. Okay. Um, I have no direction, no idea what direction they're going in, so I'm going to keep listening to it for a while, going through them. All right, so during that 30 minutes, we'll see you folks. You're going to Roger Karen's apartment. Is that where you're going? Yeah. The, the white shoes. Well. Oh yeah, no, yeah, man with briefcase and white shoes. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that was in. That was pointing at Karen's apartment. <clears throat> All right. Oh, uh, make me a sand check, Vargas, while you're in the apartment by yourself. <laughs> it's so mad when you say that. <laughs> well, the thing is, I didn't hear anything, so I'm like, <laughs> is it boredom that's getting to me? No, he just wants to make you mad. Oh, I made a success that time. All right. That's unfortunate. All right. Uh, yeah, so you guys make it to Roger Karen's apartment again. Who's you know, who's knocking? Strange definition of unfortunate. <laughs> I'm impressed that Vaga still has 65 um, stand. I'm knocking. Oh, fine. He can knock. All right. After a couple minutes, uh, Roger opens the door and says, uh, oh, uh, hey, you, you guys are the investigators right oh wait before are we busting up in here too like we did the other one we didn't find a microphone going on yeah but that was really fun <laughs> so um, that's not look we have reason to believe that there might have been animals involved in the disappearance specifically dogs there's some evidence in the apartment pointing towards Presence of a dog. Do you happen to uh, own a dog, Mister Garrett? No. Do I need to be a dog? <laughs> Do I need to make a human check or? Uh, what you got it at? Fifty. No, he just looks confused. I don't think dogs are allowed in the building. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously concerned with the rules and regulations of the building. We're looking into the disappearance of a young lady. Hmm. Do you mind yeah. if we just take a quick look around? You can keep an eye on us the whole time. Um, make me like a persuasion check of some sort. I'll give you plus 
Oh man, barely, barely failure. Failure. Um, uh, he doesn't seem okay with it. You can come in there, but it's gonna make him upset. To some degree. What if? What if it's just me? These these other guys can stay outside. Because they've oh. they've already met him. He he's already met them, right? Yeah, he's met uh, Ben's character, Agent Slash. That's it. Okay. Because, you know, this like, this guy here, and I pointed Slash, quite frankly, could be kind of an a-hole. Uh, so if you want him to stay in the hall, he can. He yeah, can I, guess he, I guess you can just come in and look around for a minute, but I don't want you, like, messing up all my stuff or anything. I won't touch anything without your permission. He, he steps back, lets you in. All right. All right. Nobody's been in here yet, right? Correct. So we're both supposed to be out in the hall, or can I go in with him? You you can ask him. Uh, Do you mind if I take a look around as well? Yeah, yeah. He's our expert. You can give me a persuade or or something. This this guy's a writer, though, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Even with a seventy, I failed. Oh well, you had plus twenty. So. Oh. Wow, you got a well, seventy persuade. You should be doing all the talking. <laughs> yeah, all right. He says, "Yeah, I guess if he's coming in, you can come in too." Just all right. Uh, we'll we'll just be a minute. This is pretty standard. Okay, he kind of stands I'm back. He's gonna his, walk in. His apartment is. Uh, he's got like uh, dirty plates and laundry kind of everywhere. Uh, the sinks full of dirty dishes. Uh, the room just kind of the entire apartment just kind of stinks a little bit, like like still sweat maybe. Okay. Um, he's you do see a lot of high end liquor bottles. Uh, <coughs> most of them around half empty. Looks like you know your spirits. Yeah, yeah, I enjoy it. Uh, made enough money to be able to afford some good stuff. You see his yeah. his word processor sitting on a desk. Our friend Agent Joe would have a fit over that. He loves technology. Hmm. Well, yeah, he's the he's a fan. He's a fan of mine. He said, "Likes hmm. my Nazi books." Have I heard of those? <clears throat> you have, yeah. I've heard of those. I have to check it out. Definitely going to check it out before I check out Michelle's book. Uh, yeah, well, I don't think you've uh, got the correct uh, chromosomes to enjoy her writing. So I've heard. At least according to her. So while we're looking around, uh, I guess I'm going to try to find like where his clothing is, if he's got a closet or whatever. So yeah, check out. try to check out where that X is. Yeah, and then uh, also look to see if he has a pair of white shoes. Uh, yeah, you don't see any white shoes. The X, I believe, is his bathroom. Right. Take a peek in there. You want me to roll a search? Why don't you just ask him to use the bathroom? Well, that'll work. I believe that X is in his bathroom, yeah. Um, he says, I, I guess. No, the X is in... Sorry, I'm having to like look between two different maps. No, that's fine. It's in that little, that little cubby hole looking thing there, right? That is a just a closet. Go in the closet, uh, and I'm like, "Oh, this isn't the bathroom." 
He says, he says, no, the bathroom's at the far end of the apartment down there. Oh, okay. Thanks. So while I'm in the closet, I just give it a quick uh, search. Yeah, you don't see you don't see any white shoes. That's for sure. Nothing, nothing strange. Okay. Now we're visited by the other feline. So, where do you get your inspiration for the night sea novels? Uh, yeah, I just always wanted to write uh, science fiction, and uh, so I just kind of built my own science fiction universe and went from there. I read actual books on science and, you know, ideas people have for space travel, that kind of thing. Must have taken a lot of upfront investment. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. First book took a few years. Other ones haven't been that bad. Danny, random question. Yeah. The closets that we've checked with X marked with X, Mm -hmm. did they all have stuff in them or were they clear? Uh, The ones in Abigail's apartment were clear. <clears throat> the uh, the other ones have stuff in them. Okay. Abigail's apartment is basically empty except for that one room with all the stuff on the walls. Gotcha. Okay. So what do you think about Thomas? I like Thomas. He's a good guy. Kind of he weird that not... he has all that stereo equipment. No paintings. Yeah, so he told me his parents bought him all that stereo equipment. Uh, I don't know. Oh, his parents bought him yeah, all He's of a creepy stalker. Out. We figured that out. What? Dude, for real? Are you what? fucking for real right now? <laughs> a stalker? What do you mean? Yeah. He, I don't weird. know what he's talking about. Um, odd. That's weird. Slash just says things. Um, Have you uh, noticed anything weird about that guy, though? No. No, he seemed nice. Do you want to look at anything else in here while you're in here? I mean, do I, do I need to do a search? Uh, just is there anything in particular you want to look at? <clears throat> nah, I mean, I guess his books. Let's see what kind of books he has. Yeah, he's got Tyler he's got a, a first printing of all of his books, and then a bunch of other sci-fi, some science books, things like that. I want to take uh, a look it, at the word processor and see if it looks like uh, it would be the kind that would type up those pages that we've been finding. <laughs> The script pages. I think it's a typewriter. Uh, Research on this building when you moved in, right? Right? So this is for writing. Okay. You write that down. All right. Any any of you can give me an idea check if you want. Uh, yeah. Ben, like you can give me an idea check. It's just a plus twenty-five or plus twenty. Let's say plus twenty. Same. All of us are just. Idea? Just bends. Yeah, just bends. It's an intelligence check, yeah. Oh, okay. Plus 25. Plus 20. Plus 20. Yeah. So you just do an int check? Yeah. <laughs> I still... I still failed. Success! All right. All right, 20%. My character's think, awful. 
Matt, while you're walking around in there, you, you wonder to yourself about this guy's fridge. Oh, all right. I go check it out. Do you mind if I uh, take a look at the fridge real quick? There was I can't really disclose what it was, but there was something in Thomas's apartment that was curious about his fridge. Oh, okay, I guess. Thanks. You open it up. He's got a bunch of yogurts in there, um, milk, eggs, that kind of thing. All right. Expired. Five months ago. Make me a sand check. Even though I was expecting it? Yeah. Come on. <sighs> All right. You lose. You failed. It's just one. From you lose. Unnatural. Hey, uh, yeah, so same thing um, that we noticed in Thomas's apartment here. Uh, all your food's expired. He says, that can't be right. I just had some yogurt. It was good. No, yeah, it all looks fresh and good, but all the dates on okay. it are five months old. Hmm. That's weird. Must have been something wrong at the grocery or something. Must have been. Look behind his door. Is there any recording equipment? <laughs> <laughs> No, you do not see any recording equipment. Did we get uh, is there any mail? Any mail in there that we notice? No, no mail. All right, there's not going to be any mail in his mailbox either. We have the number to his agent. Okay, we're going to call. All right, we're going to we're done in here. We're going to call the agent and call this guy's parents, and we're going to find out these people are fucking dead, and then we'll see what kind of sand check we're going to make. All right. That's why I have interns do the calls. Thanks for your time, right. sir. Yeah, yeah, it's always nice. I'll make to sure to, to go down to the Waldens across from the uh, the Liberty flag or the Eternal Life flag and uh, buy some copies. Okay, yeah, great. I guess I could sign them for you if you want. Yep. All right. Uh, who wants to call who? Um, Moses is going to call everybody. <laughs> All right, Moses. You want to call the, Yep. The, you want to call the parents first? Apparently, he's a he's a walking talking sedative. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I guess uh, let's start with Thomas's parents. All right. Make sure to ask him about the stereo equipment. Because sure. that guy said that his parents bought it for him. All right. So uh, the phone rings a couple times, and a. Uh, a man answers, answers the phone, says, Manuel Residence. I introduced myself as, uh, as uh, an FBI agent investigating uh, disappearance uh, in uh, his son's apartment building. We're, oh. You're actually Dr. Lewis. You're not an agent. Well, but I mean, he can do whatever okay. he wants to. Sorry. Sorry. Right. Um, Okay. Well, we're just canvassing everybody who may have been in or around the premises and uh, didn't know if maybe you'd been to visit your son recently and if you'd seen anything strange when you were there. Uh, well, uh, no, is, is Thomas okay? Uh, have you seen him? Is he, is he all right? Uh, yeah, he seems to be all right. Um, we uh, just Where is he? He's, uh, I'm assuming, in his apartment. He was there, uh, saw you... him just not too long ago. 
No, no, we were told in in March that he at the end of March we came by there uh, on the last day of March we came by uh, that evening and a, a man told us that uh, Thomas moved. Dun dun dun. Okay. Uh, what was well, the man's name? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, I don't know. He he had a suitcase and a he had a large gray dog. He I don't remember his name. Okay, so and was he wearing white shoes? And have you been in contact with Thomas since then? No, uh, we haven't been able to. We haven't been able to get in contact with him at all. It's. Uh, uh, we, we've been very upset. His mother is, has been beside herself with worry. Oh, um, had you filed a missing persons report? Uh. uh no, uh, we thought if he moved, maybe he just didn't want anything to do with us. Uh, we didn't want to get the police involved. <clears throat> this man sounds very Hispanic, by the way. Yeah, he meant on that. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, what's your he meant at? Let's see here. I accidentally closed my character. I think it, it was is. a 40, wasn't it? Yeah, it is. It's 40. All right, you you just get the feeling that that uh, he's afraid to involve the police in in anything. Doesn't either doesn't trust them or is worried about to cause trouble. Okay. Um. Well, if uh, we're able to locate uh, Thomas, I'll uh, tell him to get in touch and that his mother's looking to hear from him. Okay. Thank Thank you, sir. Come about the stereo equipment, bro. Oh, right, right, right. Um. Uh, Prior, to, uh, I don't know how to. This is almost my bedtime, guys. Uh, <laughs> I will in some way ask about uh, stereo equipment. Okay. Yeah, he he tells you that they did not buy him any kind of stereo equipment. So. Okay. All right. Um, well, I thank him for his time and hang up. All right. I guess now we'll call the other guy's agent and find out he's also been missing since March. Uh, Carmen Wagner is the agent's name. Yeah, so we'll do the same thing. I'll give him a call, and um, I'll this time I'll pose as uh, the editor of a science fiction magazine. <laughs> I'm interested in uh, in seeing if. Uh, Guys, Roger, if Roger yeah. would be uh, would be willing to contribute to our next issue with a short story uh, of at least uh, a thousand words. Uh, all right. So, so yeah, she answered the phone. You give her that. And she says, "No, I'm sorry. Roger isn't taking any new work right now." Um, what about um, uh, appearances? I also schedule conventions. Uh, nope, he's not taking any any convention now. He's he's working uh, head down on some on some new books, so not doing anything like that. Okay, uh, is he doing any sort of uh, interviews? I'm sure our readers would be interested in in hearing about uh, whatever he's working on next. I can I can ask him, and I will get back to you if you just give me your your number. I will I'll get back to you. All right, I cut guess, the crap, man. Guess Tell your I'll FBI. She beat you. <laughs> All right, she yeah. I guess I'm going to change tack and be like, well, actually, uh, I'm uh, contacting you from the FBI. Uh, 
we are needing to get in touch with uh with roger as right, give as me possible. A, give me a persuade at minus 20 to see if she'll she'll buy this hawk of crap I, it ain't crap well <laughs> all right here we go Boosh. <laughs> all right as implausible as it is she buys your cock and bull story a second <laughs> time <laughs> Hmm. And she says, oh, well, this makes much more sense than the other thing you said, which was completely out of left field. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she says, uh, I, haven't, I haven't been able to really get, get him to do anything since uh, mid-April. It's like the 19th. Uh, he sent me a bizarre, he left me a bizarre message on my phone on the 19th of April. And okay. uh, since then, he's he's failed to show up to multiple to two conventions here in the city, uh, and he has not turned in the new draft for the draft for his new novel, which was due at the end of May. Um, I don't know what's going on with him. Okay, but I saved I, I saved the recording of his message because it was bizarre. Um, but since then, I get. Uh, I get phone calls uh, every night in my house. It's strange. Uh, well, we would uh, love to hear the contents of that recording. And uh, the messages or the phone calls at night, does anybody answer or uh, respond when you answer? Uh, I just hang up immediately when it starts now. Uh, it's a it's man's it's voice. Seer, Dalen, Exeter. No. He says every time it just says start with Peter Devaross. Okay. Um and uh and how could I hear this recording of uh of Roger's message? If you come if you want it, come by, I'll give you the tape. She's she's about thirty minutes train right away from where the McAllister building. Okay. Uh, we'll have a we'll have a messenger come by to pick it up. Okay. If you could do something about these phone calls too, that would be great. All right. Uh, we'll see what we can do about that, ma'am. All right. I uh, thank her for her help. And, uh, now, kind of expecting the same thing. I guess we'll contact the next one. I think that was it. Uh, no, we got the agent contact info for Lewis's. Right? Yeah. I'm going to sign off in a minute, guys. <clears throat> yeah, well, we can stop there if you guys want. Um, is there any, any last little any information of any sort you want to get before we stop for the night? No. No. Something definitely weird here, for sure. Um. No, I'm just writing this down, and then right. uh, I've got it all too. Okay, so you got the uh, Peter Deveros name. Yeah, I got his name. Yep. Um, I'll, I'll since you guys are all tired, I'll I'll go ahead and and uh, let you have Agent Joe look that up on his computer and his. Okay. 
criminal data boss. Uh, that's the name of a child who was murdered in 1921. All right. Well, obviously, let them know about that connection. Died in 1921, and the building was constructed in 1921. And there was one other thing in 21. Was that <clears throat> murder that the guy did? He moved in 1921. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, well, I think we've got lots of leads to follow, and obviously something strange is going on. Oh, yeah. And also, we've probably started a cult. Yeah. <laughs> What's this wee stuff? I started a cult. That's true. Well, uh, John stopped by and talked to him about some stuff, too, and showed him some things. <laughs> Are the same librarian? Yeah, same guy. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. All right, John and I started a cult. <laughs> it's a good time. All right, All right well, folks. Hope you, hope you had fun listening. I mean, this is a uh, pretty good stuff. Um, yeah. So tune in yeah. next time, and and I think we'll probably. This is usually. I feel like we're at that tipping point, right? Mm-hmm. Like you do stuff, you do stuff. It's ponderous. It's ponderous with Delta Green, and then you hit a tipping point. <laughs> it's all fucking starts alien, falling into aliens and occult shit, and like unravels like pretty fast. I feel like we're at that tipping point. Yep. Yeah, I think I think next session you're gonna find out a bunch of stuff and or die. Yeah. Slash go insane. So definitely nice. listen. Um maybe put bets on who's gonna die first. Mm. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Agent Slash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll put that up there. I don't know. I am pretty uh I've got some good sane sanity points. I'm just uh, saying, you, you've you've never had a Call of Cthulhu combat before. Yeah, if you try to approach it like D and D. You're yeah. dead. Never forget yeah. your first. Never forget your first. All right. With that, we'll say bye to Craig. Bye, Craig. See you, Craig.